0: Uh, I could tell. Oh, you heard it? From the last one. You heard some? Okay. (laughs) I've never heard a podcast with that many uh, lulls. Distractions? Yeah. Yes.
1: It's not uh, not good uh, for people that can't con... I mean, I have a very... I get distracted easily, and so... I can see how it would definitely be, you know, difficult to listen for somebody who's... (laughs) But I don't care. I like the naturalism. Yeah. 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 So um I waited for you. I didn't I didn't order. Do you, do you have a, a few um, you know, I do need a, a minute. Sure. You have any I'll
0: I'll take a, I'll take a coffee though. Coffee? Thanks.
1: Did you order? No, I was gonna mm. wait for you. I think we should start haven't had this. a meal with you in how many years? We should thing.
0: start this uh, podcast with a 10-minute um, silence of me I trying like, to, actually, trying I like to decide what I to like,
1: order. I like Lowell's. There you go. Thank you. I might have to go to the restroom at some point because I drink a lot of coffee. And so when I'm gone, you can talk about me. I just leave it on. You can talk about well, I, I,
0: I was hoping you were going to bring that to the restroom with you <laughs> as a matter of fact. <laughs> Because that's what I'm gonna do when I have to use it to really get, really get that natural naturalism and uh, honesty happening. I'm just
1: trying to you know figure out the art of drumming. It's all I care about.
0: Aren't we all, Ken?
1: Really, you? Remember when we used to um, take lessons from Maurice Spivak?
0: I was just thinking about him yesterday and uh, assumed that. You would probably bring him up at, at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a part of that your journey through drumming.
0: Yeah, he had a very clean studio too. Not only a, a masterful uh, teacher, but a, a very you're right. OCD. You never thought about that. Um, to cleanliness.
1: Did he ever? And that's what um, I was
0: thinking about. I wasn't thinking about uh, his master skills. I was thinking about how aesthetically his uh, studio <laughs> was it's like you could lick the, uh, the tile his,
1: uh, you're right do you think that he showed up beforehand mm-hmm. and got the Windex out in a little soft I, rag I or... think
0: he was too old
1: by the time that I uh, took from him to yeah. actually do that he,
0: he must have had a maid service so if on me so I'm listening while I'm
1: trying to figure out what right. to order I'm just gonna throw all this at you so just... did he ever fall asleep on you because he fell asleep on me like yeah. maybe three
0: times <laughs>
1: Yeah, he would snore What did you do when like, I'd be in the middle of, like, stick control page, you know, 20 on Uh exercise, I don't know, 34, and he'd be sleeping, and I'd, like, look at him. How long did you play, and and, Uh, what did you do?
0: Yeah, I played uh,
1: number 64
0: for about 15 minutes, (laughs) I think, at one time.
1: Yeah. It screwed me up, because I didn't, (laughs) I couldn't do those things too long as it was, you know, and so when he'd fall asleep, I'd, like, look at him and,
0: yeah. You know, yeah, I, I would kind of wait and sort of act like
1: that. it didn't happen, hoping he'd wake up on his own, which would happen sometimes. <laughs> but, well, my uh,
0: dad always uh, drove me into my lessons, so he would be in, in the studio with oh, me when Murray would fall asleep. That's awesome. And uh, you know, <clears throat> as I'm playing, you know, <laughs> right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left, <laughs> right, right, left, left, right, right, right left, left. Yeah, uh, I would hear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be and sitting, I, I he'd be sitting right? He wasn't
0: laying down. No, right? he was he was seated. He yeah. was sleeping. Right.
1: Yeah. Um. But uh okay. Man.
0: What can I get for you guys?
1: Uh, uh can I get the the Popeye omelet? Popeye scramble,
0: breakfast potatoes okay? Yeah, that's fine. toast tortillas or
1: a biscuit. Do you
0: have a corn tortilla? I do. And for you? I'll do the uh, soy chorizo scramble with uh, corn tortillas.
1: Potatoes are okay?
0: Potatoes are good. Perfect. Yeah, thank it's you.
1: My pleasure.
0: So Kelly and I thought uh, this should be called um, a podcast from the potholder.
1: I know, I love it. Yeah. As many times I've been by here, I've never eaten here. They have like
0: seven of them. It's in, a chain. Uh, right? Long Beach, oh, okay. California.
1: Okay. Seven.
0: But this is the closest... To
1: your house. Yeah. Right.
0: My house in Compton, that is.
1: Right over... Yeah. There's some good skate parks over there. Right on the
0: border where I live in Compton. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: see over here some flight (laughs) attendants over here.
0: Um, From Compton. Back to Murray. Yeah. Yeah. So he would sleep on you. He did. Not on you, but he would sleep... uh,
1: You know, he wanted me to sleep at his house. I mean, he wanted me to sort of take care of him at some point. He got really old. He was looking for uh, I always uh, wondered uh, what he did
0: um, during the phase that I took from him because he wasn't married. He lived by himself. I, I I wonder if he was a lonely guy or if he had friends or... I mean, he had friends, but... He did. Was it friends, like, just as students or did he have, like, friends... He had some of those. ...that were still living... Did you?
1: You know, what I witnessed was um, I was the last guy. So he would, if he kind of liked you, he'd make you the last guy. Or if you had a car. You didn't have a car, so you weren't no. the last guy. So I'd be I the last guy of the, of the day. Was and cool. so I would drive him to Farmer's Market, and we would buy some corned beef cabbage. Fairfax. Yep. Yeah. Now and the Grove. And it was near where he lived. And because um, he lived in those apartments, or like the only apartments... At that time in Los Angeles, it looked like you were in New York. Yeah. There, they're still there. there's right by La Brea Tar Pits. And, right. And, and so then we'd go up to his place, you know, and I would eat dinner with him after my lesson. Mm. And um, he had some friends. Uh, I remember he had a telephone, and he, he had me, because I do some graphic arts, he had me make somehow make the numbers larger. He had this thing about... You couldn't see anything on white paper with black letters. It had to be black background and white letters. Is so, that right? Maybe it's his phone book.: uh,
0: huh. I like how that looks aesthetically.
1: Yes. Better. Right?. Yeah. And then uh, he, um, and he had other friends. He had some friends. He had people that would visit his apartment, but not when I was there, from what I hear.:
0: Yeah. yeah. Huh.
1: Some lady friends.
0: Some lady friends. Special ladies,
1: but uh, yeah, but he told me great (laughs) stories about you know Fred Astaire and um, audio engineering. You know,
0: yeah, his uh, plaques and awards were pretty. I mean, at the time, I didn't really have the impact that it does now, looking back in in hindsight. Um, But yeah, he was. Just was a heavy dude. Yeah. Yeah. Accolades for days.
1: Did you ever go to his apartment, you and your, your I chunk-
0: went to, yeah, toward the end. I was studying at his apartment, and then prior to that, his studio, not far from his apartment.
1: I remember the studio, yeah.
0: yeah. So I started there, and then, and then we ended up at his uh, apartment. Did
1: he, did, at that time, did he have the Academy Award on the television set? Do you remember that? I think that?
0: so. Yeah. I just remember there being a lot of Academy Awards, right. and I don't yeah. know if he just had one or what, but just a lot of plaques and a lot of um, just a lot of accolades. Well,
1: you were like, how old when you studied with him?
0: I want to say sixth grade, so, so that's maybe ten. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. That's about my, when I met my you. Dad used to take pull me out of school. Uh, to drive up to LA, mm-hmm. which was the best, the best part. It's awesome. Of it. You're um, loving
1: that. My kids would love that. Yeah,
0: but I, uh, as you know, didn't really get it. The lesson, and because uh, uh, I was so young, right, it was hard for me to comprehend fractions, and right. he was throwing a lot of math at me. Absolutely. And he would also remind me that the only reason I'm here is because of my my dad. In he used my, to tell uh, that to me too about my, you, my, uh, brothers. So that really built built up my self-esteem. Your self-esteem? Yeah, really helped me in that. Respect. Do you think he?
1: Do you think he? <laughs> do you think Murray built up anyone's
0: self-esteem? Uh, no, no. <laughs> but it's different when you're 10 when you're 10 because no. you don't you don't understand what self-esteem is. Right. But, I hope I'm not painting him to be a a bad man. It was just I was I was different than other people because I was so young. Yes, taken from him, so it. I was extra frustrated because I didn't have the comprehension. Yes, Um, that makes sense. But I, uh, I finally, got it after years of persistence and and studying with him, and uh, I think he told you, hey. Hey, the kid is—he's uh, finally getting it. That's
1: Candy. exactly. I, you have a great memory. I remember because I remember when I remember because you—you told me he uh, did. Ad yeah. Nancy, um, he yeah. was always because he'd always say, uh, "Oh, the kid's driving me crazy. I, <laughs> oh my God! If it wasn't for his father, I'd kick him out." Yeah. Like, and then um, he would call me the faker too. Because he did. What was that like?
0: Yeah, you play your dad's jazz band. You just fake your way through it. You can't read. <laughs> so, that's so. Funny. Can't read music. Yeah. <laughs> but, even beyond his bullying tactics, I uh, I, uh, I, just thought, okay, he's a cranky old man, and this is funny. And, and he's
1: trying to actually motivate you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was his way of, like...
0: Yeah, when I thought he was just being a dick, it was, he actually had a master plan, and... He really did. It paid off, so...
1: So do you, for your art form, do you feel that, that, you know, study made you would you be different if you had not done that
0: absolutely from your art form i would not be able to get um through a uh, i've heard chad say this my brother not be able to get through a three-hour show why is
1: that what did that study do that aided you in getting through a three-hour show
0: well i got all my technique from him i i learned about the upstroke i learned about rebound i learned about control i learned about um, economy of motion. I learned about, um, you know, it's like what Bruce Le- Bruce Lee's philosophy on water is. You know, be be water, become water. Um, he may have said it more eloquently, but that was the, the That's cool. that was the that was pretty much the crux there. Um, That's cool. So I I always uh, compare Murray's technique to. To Bruce. yeah, that's great. philosophy because it's a flowing motion it's people when they see me play they they usually say yeah it doesn't look like you're doing much back there and it's like I, I don't have to because I I learned Spivak's technique yes
1: um, that probably helped you uh, to prevent injury to prevent uh, yes. surgeries on your forearms and your wrists and- it was the science too I mean he had it,
0: he had it down to a science it's like Yeah, well, this is how the upstroke is. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just a flow that um, I don't see a lot of drummers do. Cool, thank Thank you. you. Um, But, a Spivak drummer, I know right off the bat. Just by, even my eyes were closed. You, you can tell by the feel, you know. Yes, absolutely. Because it does affect like, the sound too, right? It does. Yeah.
1: In what yeah. way? Like I'm good.
0: For I'm now. good. Yeah. Well, you can choke a drum by hitting it too yeah. hard. Um, yeah. I think when I was younger, I, I discovered Nirvana. I was just hitting the goddamn drums way too hard, but. Uh, why is that? Because you wanted to emulate. Yeah, I just love the power. But then I realized, wow, it's it's actually choking the drum. I can. Yeah. And that's not to say Dave Roll uh, plays his drums too loud. No. But, you know, there. I think there's a time and place for. Okay, yeah, I, I'm gonna really dig in and choke the drums, and it's it's passion kind of takes it's the over. the Spirit. Yeah. Of the song, but then you know that's only gonna. Uh, you, you're gonna have a, a short-lived career in drumming because tendonitis is gonna be around the corner. You have to find you. a good
1: surgeon. At that Yeah, point. yeah. Grab one of those uh, forks, unless you need them both. I mean, do uh, you want to share one? Uh, we, I, I'm sure we, we've known each other for about 40 years now. Okay? I know. I think we're good. You know, good? I think yeah. Good. Thank so you.
0: So I'm okay. I'm all right. Thanks. Um,
1: <laughs> so you, wrote, yeah, when you, you when you hit the drum, yeah.
0: With the Spivak technique, there's there's a note that you get, um, you know, unless your toms are tuned thuddy, if your toms are tuned normally, you're going to hear a note just yeah. by the finesse that you
1: um, engage in. The way you're so, holding the stick doesn't impede that drums resonating...
0: Right. Thing, right. Exactly. I mean,
1: yeah. And the motion. It's like it, motion. it's
0: a, it's a, it's, it's a whip. It's a.
1: So if you're you know. an audio engineer and you've got some drums set up, a guy like you sits down, plays a few, hits them. Some per, some person that doesn't have that technique, you, you can just hear. Right. The difference. You know. And it's a technique. It doesn't mean that it's the right technique. No.
0: It's, it's a technique. Yes. Um. And. Yeah, as far as stamina goes and, and you know, knock on table, knock on iron, um, I haven't had any problems, you know. That's None awesome. of my brothers have either. My dad hasn't had any wrist problems because of Murray's technique and, and wisdom. So, um... That's awesome. Not, also, Chad did, a like, a seven-hour... Uh, um, tutorial for Drum Channel on the Speedback method. He so, did? Yeah. I gotta check that which out. Which I haven't seen, but yeah, you could get it at Drum Channel. Shameless plug.
1: Well, yeah. So Murray like, was, was the man. He was. This is really good. This is exactly. I, I was just talking to. The, a, a guy from the band Love Canal. He's a skateboarder. Well, that, in, that
0: paints a lot of pictures in my brain when you say right. Love Canal.
1: Right? Yeah. Old punk rock name. <laughs> and, 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 we, and he wanted to eat yeah. at a place just like this in Huntington Beach. Really? That, yeah. So is that a thing? You did or he We wa- did. He wanted and, to. Okay. He, yeah. And, and so is that a thing with people that are on the road a lot? Like food is important to you guys? Yeah,
0: I try and eat as healthy as possible. I'm 41 now, so, you know. I grew up. It
1: doesn't seem uh, possible you're 41. I grew up,
0: I know. How old are you, like 75? Yeah, yeah, 74. 74, okay. Um, You're not 75. Are you you
1: 75?
0: I'm, um, (laughs) 73. (laughs) What's funny about that is that I'm trying to convince. I'm trying to convince the podcast that you're 75.
1: I am. I'm sorry. My dad died at 74, so I'm a year over. Be- beat the odds, Ken. Yeah. Um, food
0: is important. Yeah. For someone uh, on the road, for someone that that grew up on fast food, and I thought I was invincible. But I was younger. Okay. getting a number four at uh, McDonald's, Coca patty with cheese. Yeah. Royale with cheese. France. <laughs> um, I just, I didn't know about nutrition. And then I started um, and then I got a girlfriend who taught me about nutrition. The one
1: from Walt's Wharf?
0: Well, that's now my wife. But yes. So the one before.
1: Oh, the one from uh, the Beach Boys next to her neighbor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she
0: she uh, started analyzing my diet and, and letting me know that I'm pretty much a, a, a loser for eating so wow. much. Wow. Um, you
1: tell her she's a little bossy? That's kind of a <laughs> bossy thing to do? It was,
0: it was good at the beginning, and then uh, it just went south. Um, but, you but, got anyways, the, but you got the nutrition thing. But yeah, she instilled this whole, like, nutritional part, and then uh, I started becoming aware of just how bad I was eating. And then I met Kelly, my wife, and then she... Just pretty much reinforced that.
1: Oh no, I I don't think there was any
0: brushing. No, we're good. And yeah, so I know Kelly's very into that. She's yeah, she's pretty much a nutritionist and eats vegan esque um, and cooks very healthy. So. She's got me on a good regimen, and um, I just, you know. Did you
1: know you're eating here with me. I just know you know you're eating this. Yeah, well, yours is actually. Why well, I, so I went for the soy. I actually like chorizo.
0: Yeah,
1: it doesn't um, really taste that different than chorizo, but they,
0: they claim because of how it's manufactured that it's not good for you. Well, maybe it's the bad oil. I'm
1: I'm still subscribing to it though. Right. What did you order? Mine's the Popeye. I like spinach because I'm. Um, I think I'm one of those people that's kind of low on iron most of the time. I feel mm. a little shaky if I don't have a little protein and spinach. Yeah. Have you gone to a nutritionist, Ken? No, I'm going to have to talk to your wife about that. Yeah. I'm get some free nutritional advice. I'm always looking for uh, tricks on how to eat better. I actually feel better if I eat better. Mm-hmm. what's um, actually true. I don't crash off my energy. Yeah. Um, I don't have problems with My stomach or whatever, you know, like when I eat, good. I'm I'm a carnivore, so, but when I choose to eat red
0: meat, it's usually like a lean filet or just a a leaner meat.
1: A lean filet, is that actually enjoyable?
0: It is. It is? Because you just um, camouflage camouflage it with A1. (laughs) I love A1. But with the right chef, you can... um, you can really enjoy the right filet. Mm. Like pepper, pepper sauce or a, uh, nice, what do you call it? Bernays? Mm. Nice Bernays sauce.
1: Yes. I feel like, a, a cook. Bernays. Uh, uh reminds Fred me of Bunny Bernal. It's a French, yeah. a French name. <laughs> you ever see Bunny? I did a podcast with him recently. Mmm. Yeah. Did he get out a bottle of wine by any chance? He wished. He wished you yeah. would. Yeah. I'm too old for that. I can't, I drink a glass of wine and I gotta take a nap. How was Bunny? It's good. Married to this uh, something something people. She's a singer and lives in. um, Let's see, what is the name of that? it will come back to me. Somewhere out there. Is he still married
0: to the? No.
1: Not married to to Emmy anymore. He's got a new one. Basedirja. Yeah. Maya. Maya people. Something people's. Hmm. Same old Bunny. Yeah. There should be more
0: men named Bunny. I know. He's the only Bunny that I know. He's the greatest. Yeah. Could you imagine if I had another son? Bunny Wackerman.
1: (laughs) Are your boys playing the drums? They are. Yeah.
0: And they're doing great. They go to school of rock once a week. It's a music school in Orange County. So they do that once a week and then... um, and then Chuck, Papa Chuck, teaches them every uh, Sunday. That's but, awesome. Yeah. What a great
1: teacher to have.
0: Yeah. And they get to have quality time
1: together. So okay. the opposite of Murray Speedback teaching you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's no bully tactics.
1: <laughs> nicest man in the world teaching you. It truly is. My dad has to be the nicest guy. He's oh. like one of the greatest... Guys, I know your dad. Yeah, just shines of altruism. I would love to do a podcast with him because of the stories. You do a podcast with him, but I'm afraid that he wouldn't say the stories with the mic on. Because I, used to, I remember, well, driving, go out
0: to breakfast with him and um, camouflage the mic somewhere, <laughs> and then surprise him by releasing it. I would never do that to
1: you, Chuck. <laughs> he is great. I mean, he has great stories about. Just life, but but all these famous musicians. I mean, he was there like fly on the wall stuff. Yeah, you know, stuff that you don't read in biographies. I mean,
0: my mom and dad's first date was at the Hollywood Palladium, like in the fifties. Wow, maybe before, and now it had to be the fifties. Um, and I think they saw the Harry James big Whoa. band.
1: Wow,
0: um, that's a trip. But yeah, he used to see. It would be equivalent to, you know, what rock shows are now at the Hollywood Palladium. Yes. Used to just be uh, big bands there. Guys okay? Yeah, yeah, thanks.
1: Um, Wow, that's so cool. So, when
0: I played there with uh, Bad Religion for the first time, um, they came out and uh, reenacted the first date. They did? Yeah.
1: I, I remember I photographed you guys on the night of a a DVD that you made at, at that.
0: That's right. I still have those great pictures that you, uh, uh, that you shot. I don't know how great
1: they were, but I remember that. And I, and who knew that they I didn't know they had Big Ben at that same place. They were great,
0: Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself a pat on the back there. <laughs> um, that was a long time ago. Yeah. That was like 2000, I think that was the Empire Strikes first record, so I think that was 2004. Yes. yes. Yeah. OK, wow. 2004, wow. 2000, and we were
1: shooting yeah. our live DVD that night. Right. You know, yeah, it was a great show. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's. that's but anyways, and so Chucky. Wow. Yeah, so
0: Chucky and Babs came out, and. Yeah, after not being there for.
1: You know, decades. That's so romantic. Uh huh. Epitomized romance. No. I encourage you to stuff your mouth full of food as this podcast goes. Is it? Is that, I'm just trying to be ASMR or whatever. <laughs> you heard about this? I'm just trying to not have the listener
0: puke while listening to me chew and eat.
1: <laughs> so I'm a loud chewer. When's the last time you were on a skateboard? Um, with my kids.
0: Um... Maybe two months ago. Yeah. Did I you have, do an ollie? I still have a, a, my longboard that I used to cruise around. Oh. Um, it's actually the longboard that I uh, um, uh, skated to Walt's Wharf. On the fateful night? On uh, that fateful afternoon. It was a day um, okay. uh, Back in 2003, and that's where I met Kelly. Wow. Because of that longboard. Wow. Um, but you so graciously gave uh, my sons a couple skateboards that they oh, still right.
1: have and use. I'll we'll so. give them some more. I got a bunch of them. They're bigger now, so they'll need larger ones. They do need larger boards. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. I got them. they so me in the garage. I'm trying to clear it out so that I can... Do you still sell those uh, decks? I, no, but I, I probably have... Um, I want to get one of those Hosoi boards... Because it reminds me of my youth. I don't know, I, You know, I might have an autograph one that you could have. Really?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. The big hammerheads? Hammer. That's the one you had. What's that? Yeah. The big hammerhead deck. It looks like yeah. It. I have one. Awesome. Here.
0: I'll buy it off you.
1: No, you can have it. No, let me give you some money, Ken. <laughs> I
0: know, right? No.
1: Yeah. So, so, like the, uh, <laughs> the. Um, how much do you want? <laughs> when did art? <laughs> when did? When did you become an artist on the drums? How does one, how does one find their voice on the drums? Like you studied, you have great technique. It doesn't hurt you. Lets you play forever. But when did you get your? And how did you get that thing that is you? How does one do that?
0: Are you are you uh, talking style? Um, I'll tell you exactly. Okay. <laughs> one of the most defining moments. Well, let me rewind here. Okay, I'll, I'll give you, I'll try my best to be uh, short. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a synopsis. Okay, so when I discovered Terry Bozio, Mm. Just playing with missing persons. Wow. And Chad drove me up to Magic Mountain to see them. You went to that? I went to the Color Your Life Tour.
1: I went to that, too. Get out of here. Were you there with, did you see Turby and uh, Janice there? Pretty sure they were at that very same venue. Really? You know they were there. No kidding. Pretty sure.
0: Yeah. So So Chad took me down to Soundcheck. Yeah. Met Terry. And... was able to ask him any question that I wanted to. And the only question I asked him was, um, what type of shampoo do you use? Want <laughs> to go to Seven Because I was that, not only enamored was, yes. by his playing, but I was also enamored by the visual. His like, persona. His, the, the whole the whole deal. It, Absolutely. To me, yeah. Terry, to me, was the David Bowie of uh, drumming. Absolutely. And I've Absolutely. never said that. and I just realized he was the David Bowie of drumming because he had the aesthetic which was as appealing as his
1: it's compelling.
0: Yeah, it's very compelling. He put sheets around his drums. Right. He had he, he he gave a shit, you know? like he the whole presentation was I, I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. Right. Okay, so he was he was a huge game changer for me. And then, um, so I just emulated what he was doing for a while,
1: and then which was what? How old were you, and what was it? You, uh, you didn't put sheets. I on was, was I know if you didn't put sheets on your drum?
0: I was young. I was like seven or eight. Wow. And then, simultaneously, I was obsessed with Motley Crue too. I remember that. Joined their fan club. Um, I remember seeing Tommy at a. Chad Wackman drum clinic Tommy had a broken leg, and he was kind of perched up in the back and just made a beeline to him right, I was like Oh, hey Tommy Lee Hey, I'm part of your sin fan club. I just signed up That's how I I remember that voice. Yeah, you did have a high voice and um, So those were my guys So I, I I just realized I drummers that I like also had a visual element that uh, yes. that was compelling, as yes. you said, which has so, nothing to
1: do with speedback.
0: No, the but the back. it 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 uh, yeah. I never realized it had an impact on me then, until uh, five minutes ago, and uh, like so it's interesting how I just uh, came uh, to this realization.
1: That's so, so then, cool because other people hold that thought. Yeah. yeah, other people might have went towards Tony Williams or towards. Well, call you to whatever, but you. Well, I did. Identify. Okay. I'm,
0: I'm getting there, Ken. Oh, oh.
1: I'm getting there. Sorry. Yeah. You know, you, you, you can't eat. You, you can't eat and talk at the same time. You just,
0: uh, you just said the ending to my story.
1: So I screwed the whole thing <laughs> up this time. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. So I mean, Tommy take Lee, a bite. yeah, eat. This is the way I do the podcast. So I say, yeah. like this. Okay.
0: I got those guys.
1: Feel feel free to. We've got Lee and Bozio. Um,
0: And then Buddy Rich entered the pitcher during that time. Did you get to see him? Not only did I get to see him, uh, I got to meet him because my brother. Bob and John, my other brother, was playing with Maynard Ferguson at the uh, Radio City Music Hall in San Francisco. So my my folks drove me up there. And I sat in with Maynard's band and Uh played the Rocky theme. Oh, I remember that song. I had
1: the record that that song was on. So
0: I sat in with Maynard Ferguson, played the Rocky theme, and Buddy Rich was, was playing after Maynard. Okay. And so Buddy was at the bar and he heard me play. I play the song, and then someone goes up to my dad and says, "Hey, buddy, wants to meet your son." And um, so we walk to Buddy's bus, and uh, I walk in. Buddy's in like this fucking, like shiny gold robe, and um, he was very complimentary. It's like, "Nice to meet you." I enjoyed your drumming. Mm -hmm. Here's a pair of sticks. Awesome. He gave me a pair of sticks. Wow. And to this day, I don't know what I did with them. (laughs) And if I had a time machine, I'd go back and put those sticks away. My parents think I played. I bet you did. And and, and broke the sticks. But it. Why not? I almost love that I can't find the sticks because of the story. Absolutely. such a, a great story it's like Buddy Rich gave me a pair of sticks I mean how many people can say that and I can't fucking find them right <laughs> I mean why would you you're so young
1: yeah and to you you weren't materialistic it didn't,
0: it didn't mean much it doesn't yeah I was too young and I was I was down with Motley Crue at that time right yeah and the thing same thing when I met Frank Zappa when yeah was at his rehearsal yeah He's fucking wearing an acid wash jean jacket I had Poison on one. You remember my obsession with Poison? Yes, uh-huh. Poison patch on one side, and then Motley Crue on the other. And met Frank Zappa. Yeah. Didn't mean anything to me because right. I was so into what I was into musically. And then, of course, a year down the road, that Frank was the only thing I was listening to. I remember that wearing his shirts to junior high. School. You're obsessed with his recordings. I was obsessed. Still not. In. Um, and him as a person, too. Yes. Like, I, I, I almost love his interviews more than his music. Right. That might be sacrilege, but I, I do. I um, agree.
1: He had this mind. Yeah. It was, like, bigger than this whole yeah. land. And this, I mean, talking about
0: a logician, you know? Yeah. Um, just brilliant. I mean, he was... Right. As brilliant as a musician as he was a... Um, in a way politician, you know, right, in its own sense. Right. And like he could take on anyone at CNN, be on a panel, and then also write the black page later on that day.
1: Right. Yeah, which, which I think just, it's something that you have. You know, I feel that, I've always, I was thinking about this on the drive here, that I met your brother when I was really young, and we became friends. But had you and I been more of this similar age, I think you would have actually been my friend, you know, because Mm -hmm. you have this thing about your your brain, you know, you have this uh, depth to your intellect. Not that your brother doesn't, because he has, all you guys are really ingenious people, but you have a different one than your brother's. You know, you have a different, you know, style, the way you think, the way you look at things. You know, a very Zappa ish, I think. Well, we all kind of went down different paths. Yes. I mean, not only
0: musically, but, you know, I think, yeah, we're similar in some ways, but then very, very different in, others. in
1: other ways. Yeah.